Thanks for tuning in to American Copywriter with John January and Tug McTie. All right, now look, I don't, I don't mean to, to uh, call you out on anything here, but let's face it, you do not have any hair. No, that I, in the, in the words of George Costanza. I'm aware. <laughs> You're aware. I'm aware. All right. Yeah, it was my second semester of my freshman year at Drake. I'm like, looking in the mirror, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm John. I'm Tug. Welcome to American Copywriter. Good to see you. You too, buddy. Um, so, I don't think I've actually seen you really since our last podcast. Um, maybe for a minute. Or three. Or three. Here and there. As we sometimes say. Okay, so... Like, we'll we'll get together, like, for two minutes at a thing, shotgun a beer. Yeah. And then, boom, we gotta go. Like, we gotta do a podcast. Yeah, hey, call me me Wednesday. Call me, I'll have your people call me and we'll do Uh, something. So, if you hear the cicadas, that's the cicadas. Yes, we're outside, uh, uh, on the the patio, as it were. Yeah. And we're in the Midwest, so we've got, we've got the cicada action. But that just adds to the audio texture. Absolutely. This is this is real podcasting. This isn't that fancy kind with the microphones. What with the NPR and, the and controlled, all that. The controlled environments. Yeah. Anyway, so about back to your non-hair. Yes. So let's let's I, keep talking about that. I'm, I'm I'm not in that demographic, as you know. No, beautiful out of hair. So I have been seeing, and I I really I'll be honest, I don't remember the brand. I don't know if it's Hair Club for Men. I think it's Bosley. Okay. Okay. Yes. But they have a very specific copy formula <laughs> that I would like to explore with you. Okay. Because I'm like, that's really fucking weird. Okay, so I'm grinning like a something that grins <laughs> because we don't, no matter how much time in between podcasts, <laughs> there's zero planning. So I'm so giddy with what John's about so to say. It is, it is, it it's is genuine. It's a very specific formula. Okay? Let's hear it. And it, it, it is. Um, the the guy says he, he goes to Bosley he's like this is my hair I cut this hair I comb this hair I mess this hair up if I want to I'm like okay man wow alright god yeah feel yeah. more, hey, more hey, power to feel, you buddy I guess boy these cicadas are loud <laughs> I guess the point is these are transplants that they're doing versus the toupee right but it's something. his hair yeah, but it's his hair. Right. And I also know this. Now, nobody, he doesn't appear to be concerned that it came from his back and balls. <laughs> but it's, it's very, and so, and they, but it's that notion of, I cut this hair. Yeah. I, call, I mess it up if I want to. I'm like, oh, 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 fuck, all right. Okay. So, so then, this is repeated by Chris Knight. You, you know, TV's uh, Bobby, no, uh, uh, TV's Peter, Peter Brady. Lee. Yeah. Right, exactly. Thank you. Thank, by Chris, the way, the panting you hear is my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. We love life. Um, and this is what he says verbatim. Okay. And I'm going to give it to you verbatim. Okay. And <laughs> in his delivery. Okay. He says, this is my hair. This is my hair. I'm like, you guys. <laughs> 
So I'm still a little confused. As a bald man, right. it's your hair, right? That you can style, comb, and mess up if you want to. Uh, so it's not yak hair or ox hair. It's just and you. It is very. And what I'm just saying is from an average, from a copywriter's from a, point right, of view, from a from a the shaping of a spot. You know, it's like boy, that formula, that me- message point. It's like that is if there was a one thing on the brief. The fact that it's your hair is yes, very clear. Oh, yeah, what is it? Watch out, boys! Your strategy is showing. God, right? Um, it, it's funny. It's funny that you 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 talk about copy. You know, copy structure, and you know, I you introduced me to a term. I knew the thing, but you introduced me to a Johnism. That's here's how you make it round. Right, right. right that's right. where you start somewhere. Seinfeld made everything round. Right. It all came back together. Right. So. You know, and, and as, I have a story about that, so keep going. As we've worked together and apart, low these many years, I can start. You start to see in yourself patterns, right? And and style, stylistic touches, right? I can kind of tell when you write a headline. Sure. When I see something at SHS, I go, "Oh, that's a JJ." Yeah, right. When you can see it in me, and apparently my son Sean, who knows what I do when he's thirteen, like Jack, and pays attention to this and has seen some of my work over the years. Um, apparently he knows because we were, we went to Orlando a month or so ago down to, um, How was that, it was you fantastic. Universal Studios. Yeah. I want to, we'll do a future podcast about the incredible marketers of theme parks. All I need to know is does the butterbeer taste like cream soda? A little bit butter? like cream soda. Okay. All right. The Amstel light was fantastic. Okay. Got it. I don't remember them getting that at hogs me, <laughs> but, um, so we're walking down the jetway of Southwest, and you know they've got their Southwest posters. Yes. And there's a poster, uh, and John is going to finish this. Doesn't know what I'm about to say, but he's going to finish this this story because he knows what I and tell if him. Not, it's going to be a really clever That's edit. Right. That's right. Okay. So there's a headline on one of the posters that says, "It's like you're going on a really difficult trip." <laughs> Except. Except- you're not going on a trip, and it's not difficult. Right, exactly. So that's a t- <laughs> this is a, a fucking classic tug. And Sean's like, hey, Dad, it looks like you wrote it. I'm like, you're right, kid. Because right. you had that shit in your book, right? I, 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 I have repeated that structure. Right. And, and yeah. I, I actually stole it from Jim and, and I still like it. Yeah, it still works. <laughs> it's like Romeo and Juliet, you know, except without the double suicide. Right. That was a headline, you know? It's like I was free willy. Except right, except there's no kid and I didn't jump anywhere. Right, right, right. And then the third one was, uh, it's like it's like I felt like I was Grizzly Adams, you know, you know, before he got hooked on before he got hooked on blow. blow. <laughs> so I've I've trod down that path many times, and it's uh, just funny. It's so I was like, hey, I'm like, well done, sir. Yes, you see it. Yeah. So. so speaking of that, so um, Liberty Mutual, uh huh. And I've been meaning to bring this up, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad this is happening spontaneously because I've wanted to talk about it, but I'm like, that is such a random. Right? How do you, how do you how squeeze do you, it how in? Do you even, right? uh, but I'll tell you. Okay. They didn't make it round. It bothers me that they didn't make it round. So Liberty Mutual, okay. they've got the people looking at the camera, and they're usually describing something bad that happened. Right. Right. So and there's I'm, and I'm really close to liking them a lot. Yeah, for some reason I really I really like them a lot. Sometimes the people are a little bit so angry. I'm like, you know what? Right. You I, love Brad. Yeah. Okay. So that's the right, one. Right. You love Brad. You 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 had a car. You love Brad. 
You went everywhere with Brad. Three boyfriends, five jobs, right. whatever, da-da-da-da-da. And then you totaled it. Right. Right? Then Liberty Mutual calls. And, and what's the punchline? Do you remember the punchline? Um, she says, and you break into your happy dance. Correct. No. 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 Wrong. Yeah. It should have been. And then Liberty Mutual calls. And they introduce you to Steve. Right. See there. Yeah. Now see? it's round. Brad. Brad. New, Steve. Got it. New car. Steve. Yeah. Same girl. You're right. Because they're needed. They left the. They left the whole. Well, it's a stinger. They well. It's they a stinger sent, that doesn't sting anything. They sent. Yeah. They set this whole thing up with Brad, and then they walked away. They didn't make it round. Now that you, there should have been a Steve. Now that you or a Carl. Now that you bring it up, Jimmy. None of them do that. None of them do it right. Because the other one's just like, and then you're supposed to have paid for this. <laughs> yeah, I, I just did the old looking over my shoulder. I yeah. I guess. I think one of them says, I guess they don't want you driving around on three wheels, which makes some sense. Because it had a... Uh, right. Yeah. But it's just like, you don't break in the happy dance. You get to meet Steve. Right. Perfect. I want to talk about this thing that hit the internet, I don't know, last week maybe. Went around the interweb. The interweb. It's a series of tubes. One around Facebook. One around uh, LinkedIn. Uh, the ad contrarian posted it. Uh, Bob Hoffman? Yep. He posted it. He's always close personal friend. Always got something something to say. Usually it's pretty smart. And by close, it means I've had several bus rides with him. Several bus rides. And he likes my old boss a lot. And a couple of tweets. Yep. Yes. Um, so so the story is, uh, it came out on the 6th, uh, it says, agency business committing suicide. Mm. And in the, the thrust of this argument is that we are in this more, you know, data is created in a single day than, yeah, da, 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 right. Uh, micro-targeting, addressable media, um, programmatic purchasing. And not just media, programmatic creative. Programmatic creative, right? Every, right, everything is being micro, micro-targeted. Micro-tailored. You, you guys all know what we're talking about. And you're all, you're all likely rubbing up against it or facing it, or, or I promise you, you, you soon will be. Right. Right, because... You know, in, in all uh, all of our new business efforts in the last year, the first thing they say they say, "Well, hey, we don't know how to do social media. We don't get it." That's what they, one of the things they say. And the other thing they say, still, is, still, you still have people saying still. That. And the other thing they say is, uh, you know, we got to have ROI. We got to have somebody, yeah, managing the data. Right. Got to be. What are the what are the what are the metrics? Metrics. What, what are, are the, the analytics? What are the analytics? Right. What are we doing? Where's the dashboard? Got to have a dashboard mm. or something. Yep. Okay. So, ostensibly, that's what all this is has grown out of. Right. Don't. Right. We 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 always said. We always said we're targeting. Right. Who's who's your target audience? We're gonna if we're making TV spots, we're gonna buy the we're gonna buy and plan the media so that. It hits those people at the right time, you know, reach times, frequency equals seven times. I got to reach them, this and that. Here's the reach, here's the frequency, here's your thing. Buy it. To which I always said, if it's a newspaper, I'd put it in the newspaper. <laughs> right. right. And if it's a TV <laughs> spot, put it on TV right. and try to pick some shows that people that watch. A lot of people watch. <laughs> yes. I have, 
whenever I whenever a media person pisses me off, I I, I bring out this 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 thing. I have done that for right. literally two decades. Hey, you know what? I got a radio spot. You know what? You know where it'd be a great place to run it on a popular radio on a station. fucking popular radio station. <laughs> Maybe sports talk. <laughs> And then, like, they, and, and then they and then I'm would, like I'm like here's your media plan right yeah, yeah right. and then they would give us they would give me when I'd say that they'd give me all kinds of shit about howdy howdy me and then every one of our spots ran on the same pod because it was fucking Seinfeld <laughs> anyway shit anywho uh, so now so so what 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 the actor train is talking about is he, he says uh, you know let me read a second of it you know. Our obsessive desire to curry favor with the feckless, trendy obsession. Feckless is really good. The feckless, trendy obsessions of the marketing industry, interactivity, precision targeting, social media, big data, technology, at the expense of the basics of brand building is hurting marketers and killing advertising. Okay, hold on. I do agree. Look, man, brands are alive and well. I would argue idea brands are aliver. And, and Weller, Weller, right? Then other brands are, and I'm, you know what I mean. I'm talking yeah. about Tom's. I'm talking about sure. Warby Parker. I'm talking about um, Trader Joe's. I'm talking about those kind of brands that have the have the something. Ben and Jerry's is an early. Sure, you know, we 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 believe in something and we sell something. They got a why. They know what they're doing. Uh, Burt's Bees is another one. Right. Um, they got a why. Yeah. If you go read the Simon Sinek thing or listen to the Simon Sinek podcast, right? Or watch the TED Talk rather. But so so I I don't I don't disagree we've lost a little bit of focus on some of that by breaking down the creative messaging and strategic creativity to a if i type in soccer then you give me a soccer ball well if i type in glasses then you give me warby Parker. yeah right because it it, it comes down to it, 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 the click baking the click baiting right uh of uh, of the industry, right? We to, to prove the, to prove the metrics, we gotta we gotta get the stuff that people. But the, but the thing is, and uh, <laughs> I we on this very podcast many years ago, probably two thousand five or two thousand six. Even then, we were talking about well, Joseph Jaffe had his book. Life after the thirty second spot. Yep. We had him on the show a couple times. Yep. We talked about it. We talked about this great resistance and people saying, "Oh, that stuff will never." Well, the, as in most cases, the truth was somewhere in the middle. Of course, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so in other words, the conversation, the 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 clue, the clue train manifesto was was wrong. Uh, in, in fact, advertising is not dead. Advertising is will not die. Right. Um, but marketing certainly has changed, and there certainly are new new venues, new avenues for for us to reach people. I think things change in a way that people didn't really, particularly the early uh, prognosticators, didn't. I don't think they what they really foresaw was this one on one conversation, the right. conversation, one the colon conversation, one. right? Numeral one colon numeral right, one, right? 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 It's all going to that, right? Uh, Whereas, which is the uh, the Minority Report, right? Where I just watched like five minutes of it the other night. He's running. Well, no, even not even that. I think they saw it as human to human. I'm really, hey, Thank I'm you. really into this. I, you know, hey, brand X. 
Yes. Um, I, you know, I had kind of a bad day today, and Brand X being like, "Hey, we get it." Right. You know, I, right, that's, right, right, right. That was, it was really that sort of thought that you really saw people saying it was going to be a conversation. Well, as Bob Hoffman, who is great, that blog is great, it's super smart, and and as he has said from day one, nobody wants to have a conversation with the brand. They want information. They want the stuff they need. They want the stuff they want. Right. But right. they and 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 so. Um, our social channels, which were supposed to be about personal connection, are really just new mass channels. C- correct. Correct. And it, now we're creating differently for those channels, and we're buying differently for those channels. You know, uh, right, right, uh, sponsored a con- uh, you know video content within your within your feed and uh, stuff you're doing on Snapchat. And right. stuff, you know, none of that is. It just goes to the point. The truth is somewhere in the middle. Correct. Because we're still making content, stuff, ads, words and pictures. Right. Right? Stories, whatever we're right. calling it. We're still making stuff for those channels, but we're making it, making it in, in, in a six-second burst for Vine. Or we're making it in a 15-second burst for Instagram. Or we have Eric Moline, Mean Moline, who's in Europe getting ready to be a air guitar world national judge since he won it in 2013. Yeah. Um, we have him endlessly talking to, uh, advocates and fans of the brands that he, that we represent, that he is the social media manager of. Right. So that's happening. Yeah. So piece of it. So yeah, that piece of it's happening, but there's still TV spots and there's still radio right. spots and there's right. still print ads. Right. And, and, still, and actually TV still kicks everybody's ass. It still kicks everybody's ass. Right. Why? I don't watch TV. Liar. Yeah, fat liars. You're all lying. Right. If you do, and there's nothing wrong with watching TV. Um, but I just, I, I got interested in this well story that, that or this yeah. blog that Bob put up, and then just all the commentary around it was really fascinating as well. So, so this is what I have been saying about data from Star Trek. Love him. Android. My fault. That's okay. I wanted to make a clever new, uh, next generation reference right there, but I was, I you know, I was I was drawing a blank Brent Spiner, you know. Do you have a point? Look, yeah, I do have a point. Make it so. Okay. <laughs> All right. So on data, this this is my quote. This is what I've been saying. In and of itself, and I'll, I'll point out digital. Digital in and of itself is. Not an answer. Data, in and of itself, is a blunt instrument. And just as we have done, just as advertising people have done throughout the time that there have been advertising people and advertising agencies, we need to interpret the data. We need to look into the data for genuine insights, not clickbaity things. But genuine, motivating insights that can drive us to create more relevant, more interesting content, more of the time, and then deliver that maybe through digital in interesting ways. But in and of themselves, it's like digital, 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 data, data, data. Well, yeah, yes, yes, but not enough. That's not an answer. No, no, yeah, it's like it's a little bit like improv comedy, right? So the first rule of improv comedy is you have to just just believe 
in what he's doing. Just buy it, and then your 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 thing to do is yes and. Right. So digital, yes, and and right. I'm going to make God, a story. Tug. Great point. But it is it's the yes and data. That's great. Yes and and yeah. what does it mean? That's a great point. Because don't come to me as a writer and go. Forty-three percent of people, twenty-two percent of people. Who? So you what? must data in and of itself is a blunt yeah. instrument. It tells you some things, but you still have to have people that can look at it and really find insight. Right. And, and or and or or you're you're back to clickbait. You're back to people like lists. Right. People, people yes. have people have a hard time not clicking on a thing that says. Really, and and what I what I love about what I again, I believe that the single most important tool any human has, and I mean this from the depth of my heart, is the knowledge and appreciation of history. Right, you're here. So I thought you were going to say Wiener. <laughs> no, but so you'll recall a very famous ad, one of the very most famous first direct ads ever was they laughed when I sat down at the <laughs> they laughed when I sat down at the piano but when I began when I to, play, to play and it was like what happened right it's the same right. shit right. that you see on every clickbaity thing ever yeah yeah totally you know if you totally won't is. believe number seven, oh there, God, I gotta know what number seven is. There are twelve salient points and, in this podcast. Right? You won't believe the one at seventeen minutes and fourteen seconds. Right? Oh crap! Right? Get me there! Get me there! And then they never have it. Right? Right? Okay. Now, let me see if I can pull this off. I don't have my notes with me, so we may have to edit this. Okay. But I'm gonna. But to to kind of go to to stay on this clickbait thing and why we can't resist that. Like it's like it's honey. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Uh huh. Let's try this. Let's see if I can remember how to do this. All right. I want you to pick a number between one and ten. Five. Don't tell me. Try it again. Sorry. Don't tell me anything. Got it. And our listeners can play along. Pick a number between one and ten. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. All right. Now multiply that number by two. Got it. Now, add eight. Add eight. Got it. Now, divide that number by two. Okay. Now, subtract your original number. Okay. You should now have a number between one and ten. It may be different or it may be the same. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, assign that number to the corresponding letter in the alphabet. So if it's 1, it's A. If it's 2, it's B. Got it. Got it? Yep. All right. So now move to the next subsequent letter of the alphabet. Mm -hmm. So if it's B, it's C. Got it. There is an animal that begins with that letter. Could be many, but think of of an animal that begins with that letter. Got it? Got it. Okay. Now go back to actually the, the first one. So you've got an animal that's assigned to the letter after the one got you picked. Got it, yeah. Now, with uh, the first number that you had, mm-hmm. that was, um, so that corresponds to a letter of the alphabet, right? right? 
Uh, think of a country that starts with that letter. Yeah. Okay, got it? Yeah. All right. Sorry, I skipped that part. Now, it's okay. I, I, yeah. You know where this is going, I probably. Do. So now you, you say to yourself on that animal, most animals are a predominant color. Right. So think of the predominant color of the animal that you've got. Got it. So if it's a tiger, it'd be orange. Right. Maybe. So you got you got all this? Mm-hmm. Do you have a gray elephant from Denmark? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that already? I, I'm sorry. I, you know, oh, it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. But so what, what that demonstrates is that really we're not creative thinkers. No one in the world is a creative thinker at all. The, re- the reason that trick right. works right. is we force you. We force your hand. Right. Right. To a certain point. Right. And then probability takes over. Correct. Math. Right. And yeah. so it's like. It's like, it's for the same reason everybody picks Denmark and everybody picks an elephant. Right. It's the same reason we all go, I can't, I gotta know what number seven is. That's exactly right. It's just, <laughs> it's just human, well, it's, it's human, human nature. It's human nature and it's math and it's, right. Look, and people, and, and, and this is hard. This data collection, mining... Well, database management. Right? It's hard. And to a a certain extent, it's quite helpful. Yeah. If you are, as you say, peeling the onion away, looking for what it... Looking for the story. Trying to find the story. What What is the story? What does it mean? Right. What What does it mean? What is the story? Right. And and, and so my my real whole point on that, that... clickbait thing and that we all think the same and that we still click on number seven is in truth the click we we all know how many times have we clicked because we needed to know what number six was and we're always disappointed yes oh god yeah always disappointed and so that shallow application of data if you do this people will click on the headline correct that shallow application does no good for brands. No, absolutely not. Because people yeah, it, may click, but there's no to make it round. There's no conversation. No. There's no connection. No. There's nothing. So while data can help you say, yeah, if you put this in the headline, that might help. Great. What's the story? What's the connective tissue? What's the yes and? I love that you said that. That's great. Salient. And it, and it, it it helps us. How do we connect? How do we connect? And that's what Hoffman is saying. He's saying, "Worse, you still need us." Yeah. Because in a truth, data is a blunt instrument, and digital in and of itself is not an answer. It is a tool. It is a tool. It is not an answer. Yeah, and he and he, you know, he closes up his, his digital is the hammer. The not the nail holding the picture. On the wall, that's the right. answer. Yeah, Jeremiah O'Lang said in a uh, uh, seminar I was at that he was speaking at, said, uh, you know, we're still having, still have people talking about digital departments. Right. And he's like, well, that's like having a phone department. Right. It's just another tool. Right. Well, and that's what Hoffman is saying as well. He says at the end, he says, the most effective way to build brands and businesses is through the unique and unmatched power of mass media and brilliant advertising. Now I'm going to agree with him on the on the brilliant advertising part. 
unless he's considering Twitter to be mass media, he is. Which, which he is. Maybe he is, maybe. If, if but, Facebook is nothing but mass media. Right, so... I mean, it really is. Right, so David Farmer used to say, you know, one of the, one of the things I took away from our time with him was, he, and, and I have said it a hundred times, great advertising is demographic-free. Yeah, right. Everybody liked the Budweiser Frogs. Sure. Uh, you remember, remember when, when DDB had that fucking string of catchphrases? Yeah. Pretzel boy. Costanza was pretzel boy. Right. And I love you, man. And, and they were, they, they were talking about, uh, Bob Scarpelli was saying, he never said, we make it viral. Pop value. Right. That was the term for but viral. But it's the same it thing. It's the same different. fucking thing. Right. And you and, know, we, and we had and, Fensky on the show in the Wayback Machine. Yeah. A couple times. Talking about, you know, when, when he's like, well, don't, don't give Crispin Porter credit for inventing guerrilla advertising. No. They didn't invent anything. Right. They're just using it really well. Yeah, it's a lot of the, it's a lot of new terms. There are new tools. There are new ways of doing it. But in the end, when you watch a video that's a brand, a branded video of some kind, and it makes you feel something. Yeah. It's the same response that we've always had. Yeah. It's 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 the same but different. And you still need to understand it's still about a story. Yeah. And it's not about easy surface level clickbaity data yeah. that says, hey, if we do this, it'll work. No, there's yeah. something deeper. There's a deeper connection. Thank you. How are, how are you? What's new? So I have a question for you. Okay. I'll start by saying I haven't seen it. Mm. I'd like to see it. Mm. I've only read the reviews. Okay. And they have been scathing. Scathing. Why can't anybody make a proper Fantastic Four movie? <laughs> What's wrong with the Fantastic I, Four? Well, because have you read about this shit show? Um, briefly, I have. I myself have always avoided the Fantastic Four. Yeah, I. I um, let me tell you my. I'm problem. a big the thing fan. Yeah, let me let me tell you my. L- problem. L- lay it on me, lay, because maybe maybe you're going to provide some insight to this that. We can figure out that this doesn't that people don't want to see this. I feel like the Fantastic Four is much more at home in the DC universe than it is the Marvel universe. Uh, this is a freaking great start. It's funny that you 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 bring this up because I wouldn't have put it that way, but I did have a thought, and the thought was around the thought was around that they don't have that typical Marvel. Um, Angst, they're not, really? They're not torn. They're not angst, right? Right. Reed Richards is is really smart, and he's happy to be smart, right? And Sue Storm is invisible, and she's fine with it. And Ben, his name is Grimm. Ben Grimm has that personality already of the so, thing. And and Johnny Storm was a hothead, right? So, so then he, so then okay, yeah. Right? So they're all who they are, right? Versus you know, like uh, Bruce Banner. Right. Right? Bit of an anger problem. Yes. And 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 there's debate whether that's any good for him or not. Right. Right? He, ah, he, this happens to him, and it's not something that he really likes. Likes. Right. Yeah. I, I, the best, for me, the best part of, the best part of uh, the, the Avenger movies are both great. Um, the best part of the second one is that burgeoning romance between he and uh, 
and Black Widow. And I, you say that, and I and see, I've got no problem with Thor. No, I don't. I, I like Thor. Oh, all right, but you're saying he's not really. He's a superhero. Dude. Yeah, I don't. He's kind of that same way. Yeah, right? it's it's he's goofball though a little bit. I, I, I've got no real problem. with What well, with his Zaz, etc. Right. We don't have a problem with the Fantastic Four. It's just you don't care. Okay, this is going to sound really dumb. <laughs> well, we're talking about comic books, so it should be okay. <laughs> In terms of... <laughs> um, so, my favorite... So, of course, my favorite DC character, of course, is Batman, right? Because he's more angsty. Right. Right? I like the, I like the angst part of it. Right. Um, I, I can buy into... Um, I can... I have a hard time buying the Fantastic Four. They seem less realistic than the other superheroes. <laughs> I agree. It's kind of my problem. What? Like, okay. And actually, I'm not enough of a geek about it to right. really speak intelligently. Right. right. Where you're like, so, oh. so I've got geeks now going to be angry with me for what? what oh, cosmic rays driving <laughs> your fantastic car. <laughs> no, it's interesting. It's it's interesting to know that that was that was one of Stanley and Jack Kirby's. First, sort of teams. Yeah, that was a, and it was early. Yeah. So, so they they hadn't quite. So they're a little more old fashioned. Yeah, hadn't, they're a little more old fashioned. Hadn't right. quite. And I, I do think there's something something really true about the X Men are extraordinary people in an ordinary world, right. That doesn't quite like them or know what to right. do with them, right? Batman is a, a basically a human god. Superman is a god, right? Right. One woman is a goddess, right? Green Lantern has these powers that were, you know, given to him by an alien. So Aquaman, God of the King of the Sea. So all of this is is it's it's not human, right? Right. So maybe that's what you're talking about. Is I like humanity, hu- the human part. You're, you're more, just, just, yeah. But like you said, I don't know. Maybe uh, that's probably a better thing. To- Man, he turned himself into a net and bounced a ball back. <laughs> Why was Doctor Doom kicking a ball at him? Uh, I don't know. But it was 1963. <laughs> it was pre Beatles or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I I, I want to check it out. So. I was asked a question today, and I need, I need to understand the, the level of your commitment on this issue. Are we going to the midnight show? Yeah, oh yeah. There's not a, yeah, nothing would stop me. And are you taking both the boys? Oh yeah, for sure. And we will be drinking heavily before it, for sure. Yeah, we're of course talking about Star Wars in December. Mm-hmm. Not a chance. I just saw the... I don't know fuck about the story, and it's because J.J. Abrams is saving me from myself. Mm-hmm. They really have a lid on it, and I am—I'm not searching it out. I'm really trying to not search it out. But there were there's some the entertainment. Yes, he's been ma- back to the social media thing. Masterful, very amazing. Masterful, yeah, very amazing. Back to content, doling masterful. it out in these little drops. Masterful, of, right? And we're eating it. But the, there's like ten more pic, ten new pictures in Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, I know. Out. Oh, I know. Oh man. Oh, I know. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be so cool. And J.J. Abrams just hasn't screwed it up yet for me. Because I, I, I'm not as... Um, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be great. Are both your brothers going? Oh, yeah. All right. When is this ticket buying taking place? I, I, I hope, hope, hope Hopefully sometime in the next week. I don't know when's it go, when's it go on sale. I'll do some digging All because right. to be fair, fuck, it's coming. It, uh, it's September almost, it, man. It is, in fact, uh, good to see you, my friend. You too. Cheers. Cheers. 
Um, I'm John. I'm Todd. This has been American Copywriter. Thank you for listening. We'll be back when deadlines allow. You've been listening to American Copywriter with John January and Tug McTie. 